Just the Juniors, brought to you by Plumbase, the trade's Premier League team. Leave the winter outside with Plumbase's hottest offers in Feel the Heat brochure. Get yours at your local Plumbase branch. Love music, live sport. Just the Juniors with Bill Kilgower and John Redmond on Rock Sport Radio. Well, higher love, we still Woodward there. Aye, nothing higher than this kind of love for the junior football, John, is there? Oh, I love the junior game, don't we, Bill? It's absolutely fantastic. And that's Saturday just round the corner once again. Uh, aye, a lot of wind coming as well, so. Oh, aye. <laughs> I think the place we're going to is going to feel wind as well because it's a windy place. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that just shortly. Good evening and welcome to Just the Juniors here on Rocksport Radio where we chat about the junior football for a full hour. Yes, a full hour with me, Buckle Gowan, and with him. John Redmond And together we'll bring you all the latest gossip on the junior game And a lot more besides If you're listening on your smartphone Then you can watch the show on Facebook, Twitter and Periscope at Rocksport DAB So no excuses for not watching or listening to the show folks Good evening John, how was your holiday? It was good Bill, yes, it was a quick week uh, doing, doing a bit of work down south, the, the daughters so. Aye, gardening Oh obviously, <laughs> one of many chores Yeah, one of the things I see you've managed to put it in between shows John I Did manage to put it in between football as well? Oh you have always got to hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's, that's a close season for getting married and going <laughs> doing the holidays and things like that. Uh, remember, John, I just seen you scrape through a 2-3, uh, a 3-2 victory uh, away to Arthurly um, last week. Does it look as tight as it was? Uh, it's one of the games I know, Bill. I mean, we were 3-1 up with a couple of guys to make it 4-5. and five. We didn't take them. Arthur scored with five minutes to go, make it 3-2, and it was back to the wall for the last five minutes, I've got to admit. Mm-hmm. But we held firm, and they had a couple of half chances, but nothing really concrete, trying to Chris Truesdale. But we played some good football, we went one nil down, Bill, and then we actually come up 3-1, as I said. Uh, two and a half time, then Big Al McKenzie drilled in a, a cross a corner kick, and get 3-1 with 15 minutes to go, and you think, well, let's go now home three points. And we're going to Gert Cairn next week where I hear the manager's been making a bit of a few noises this week in the, the daily record. So we might, we might bump into him tomorrow. Or in fact, there's something like him here today, I think. I'm not sure. That's what I was going to see. I see you away to the man sitting next to you, Gert yeah. Cairn, tomorrow. Um, it's, it's another tough tie for you, John. And remember, watch what you say because he can scalp you once. Oh, he's too, he's too close to me. <laughs> no, it's a tough game. They're all tough games in this league, Bill. Yeah. It's, one, it's one of the best. They're all top of the Premier Division. But I always think the First Division. There's so many teams are so close to each other. The Super Forms on the day, it gets three points. And unfortunately, from Darwin's point of view, this season, we've performed better than most of the teams. But we're not kidding tomorrow. We're not there for a hard, hard game tomorrow. Uh, Jamie, it's side going well. I mean, they're sitting mid-table in that league, played 11 games. And, and I'm not going to credit deserve. He's done his homework, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's made three signings this week and he's done it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, John. Thanks for that just now. No we'll also take a look at uh, last weekend's results as well as looking ahead to tomorrow's fixtures. We'll also probably be looking at the results of the Macron Scottish Cup. And that's all coming away shortly. But, John, we have a guest that we've alluded to him already. Yes, we have a guest. And our guest tonight, Bill, is uh, Jamie McKenzie, the Gent Gart Cairn manager. Welcome to the show, Jamie. And Thanks, nice to see you again, Paul. Uh, your season, are you quite happy so far, Jamie? Are you disappointed? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. People say I'm never happy, but uh-huh. um, certainly the start we got, we, we weren't overly overly happy. We, I think I spoke to Bill off earlier that we've, we really struggled to start the season with, with people going on holiday and injuries, suspensions and stuff. So we had a really, really tricky start to the season. Where we used a lot of our 21s and, and trialists, which, which wasn't the ideal going into a, a higher league but um, we seem to have settled down now we've got everyone back and we're, as you say we've had a wee bit of form I think we've, we've only lost one in six which is which is decent going in this league it's a, it's a very good and very competitive league so um, ho- hopefully now that we're, we're on the road and we, we know what the league's about we can start picking up some more points Do you agree with my comments about the league Jamie? So many teams are so closely matched in it and it's how performs on the days Definitely I think the one big thing that we've, we've reiterated to our players every week is that you know, mistakes that we made last year, um, 
Burnley getting punished this this year. We've 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 made one or two defensive errors in games and, and, and lost games and lost points because the quality is that good. The, mm-hmm. the quality of players is, is is up there. So, um, and as, as you mentioned, there's, there's it's not just one or two teams. There's there's five, six, seven, eight teams all all up there pushing. And and, it, and as you said as well, anybody anybody can win in any given day. Yep. And especially some of the teams doing at the bottom end as well. They're fighting for their lives, so that makes it difficult as well for teams. We've we've played a couple of teams at the bottom of the league, and um, we're not too far away from the bottom ourselves. So, um, you know, it's a competitive league, and Aye. I think um, it, it bodes well when when everybody's fighting and, and can, being competitive every week. And, um, as, as we said, anybody can take points from anybody else. Yeah, you're highlighting there, Bill. We've played some rocks. Uh, mm-hmm. We do two two up at some rocks, and they won one game in that league out of ten. It really surprised me because I thought some rocks that day were a very useful side. No, it just shows you that the results can mm-hmm. definitely go against mm-hmm. you. Jamie, you started your season with three wins, four draws, and four losses. Can you put your finger on put right at the start again with lack of lack of players because the injury holidays and stag party is my favourite. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Listen, I've heard some new excuses this year to be honest, but no, listen, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't use any as an excuse because we, we, every team has a squad for a reason. But right. um, it's certainly unsettled this pre-season. Um, I think, the, especially the League Cup section, we, we never really fielded the same team twice in a row. So, do you think there's uh, too many games at the start of the season? I do. I, I think the League Cup section has became a hindrance, to be honest. But that's not for me to decide. That's for other people. Yeah, but right. um, I, I think you know we were Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, which and then going into your first league game where you're trying to prepare, injuries and, and suspensions can start kicking in. It, it becomes a bit of a, 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 a trouble, to be honest with you. Yep, I would agree. You're, you're cup ties, now, Jimmy. But when you look at the leagues, I mean, you've still played eleven games. Most teams played ten. That's refreshing to me to play that amount of games this time of the season because it's a big bugbear for the last few seasons. This maybe in October, November, some teams are only playing four and five games. Yeah, well, obviously I've came for obviously the bottom league as well. Where mm-hmm. um, when I was at fourth, we you, you were you were used to postponements every every other week with, with pitches. But going back to the, the clubs in, in our in our league, we, we talk about the quality in the league. Well, one thing I've been massively impressed with is, is the, the state of our pitches. Mm-hmm. So some of the pitches you go to are absolutely fantastic, and it, yeah. it, I think that helps the standard of football as well. So, um, do you think the, I think the clubs have actually caught and done that they actually need? They'd look after their actual pitches to get games on to get revenue through the door. Yeah, I do, I do. I think as I go back to my fourth days, the guys fought on a weekly basis to to, to get to the root of problems, how to keep games on and um, keep their pitch right, and they've invested heavily over the last yeah I year or so and spent a lot of money this year or last year. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's not easy to come by no. in small clubs like that. So hats off to these people that they work really, really hard mm. behind the scenes. And um, as I say, that the standard of pitches, certainly in our league, is, is second to none. Am I right in saying that you're doing some ground pitch, Jamie? You're looking at maybe a resurfacing or something? Yeah, like it'll be it'll be resurfaced at the end of this season. Yeah. Um, mm. And obviously the academy are we're, we're putting two hundred seats in there as well. So lots of uh, good plans off the pitch going forward, John. So um, a, lot, a lot of exciting times. Just need to make sure I get results, and I'm still the manager <laughs> when you go in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite sure you will be Johnny you're at home at the Galacticos of Darvel tomorrow yes, There's no Rangers here to it's Galacticos It's a tough game for you but you can go there You're there and you're going to go to one aren't you? Because you don't sit back, your team's never sit back No I, th- I think it's one thing as a manager I've always tried to do Is go and, go and be, be offensive and go and try and win games and mm-hmm. Tomorrow will not be any different. I think, I think I, I've got some players in my team who can, who can go and hurt teams. You know, and I, I, I'm, I'm no. I know. I know. It's starting Saturday. I, I'm, I'm no, <laughs> you know, I'm no hiding the fact that I know Darvo will come with a massive threat. You know, they, they have some quality players, and we've had them watch. We've got reports on them, so we we, we feel we can maybe get at them in certain areas. And, and and if we defend properly and we do our jobs properly, then who knows? But. Um, as, as I was misquoted in one of the, the press, <laughs> the press I was just trying to make the point that you know, we're, with the greatest respect to Darvo, um, you know, it's no Celtic or Rangers we're going to play, isn't it? Um, it'll be an unbelievably tough game. We'll, we'll no, we'll no make any bones about that. But it's, listen, it's a game we can win. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you get to the stage where you, you don't believe you can win games, then you've got a problem. So um, I'm, I'm sure the Darvel manager will forgive my comments and um, we, can, we can maybe a cup of tea tomorrow. I'm quite sure Mike will. But I did think you were misquoted. But John will know. <laughs> I did think you were misquoted when you mentioned about the raise your game ten percent because when you raise your game ten percent against any team, not just Darvel. 
No, I don't think. I, I think every week I ask them to go and raise their standards and, mm-hmm. and basically get to the standards that they've they've created. I think any time I go and have a wee go at them, it's it's because of let their standards drop. No, no, because of my standards. It's these guys have set a standard last year when they were they were, they were second to none. They were they were different class and um, the majority of them are still there. We've added wee bits of quality and we've asked them to go and step up a level every single week. No, just because Davil are coming to town. No, because shots came to town last week. Because because we need points. We need to go and win games and. Um, we, we need to we need to be up there and, and, and challenging and um, try trying to win every game on a weekly basis. You still looking to strengthen your squad between now and the season, Jamie? Or you? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a type of manager. I look all the time. I think if I can get someone who's going to improve the group and improve the squad, then then I would I would fight tooth and nail to get them in. And I'm a lucky boy that I've, I've got. A, Reasonably supportive um, <laughs> committee behind me, and uh, the, the guys no, they work hard as well to, to provide funds, and um, that they've made it clear that if I, if I find the right people, then their funds will be made available, which is which is great. That's good. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was last Saturday you played shots at your place last Saturday. Um, it was a two-all draw, Jamie. Um, and Big John had a couple of things to say. I caught up with him during the week and uh, asked him uh, if he was disappointed in not taking, through all, uh, taking all three points for the game. And this is what he had to say. Probably before it, Bill, would have bit your hand off for my um, point just with personnel-wise. I seem like a broken record. I've been seeing this for about a month and a half now. We were going down the road, me and Dave, thinking we were going to get up here and had a good side and a wee bit of a false position, to be honest with you. A good manager, and we thought, we get a point today, we'd have been happy with the way they got the game panned out. We're then leaving, obviously disappointed. I mean, it was the 94th minute or something, we conceded a penalty. But before it was a penalty, I'm going to moan. I thought, well, for where I was, as soon as Big, big meets me to tackle, I'm thinking penalty. So we can't complain about that, but I think it. 2 1 with the woodwork a couple of times and around the goalkeeper, and we should slot at home. But I felt we dominated the, the first 25 minutes of each half and then dropped to it, and Gart Cairn took over. It was like a wee bit like a game of basketball, just the end, the end attack. Um, so it was, it was a, a really good game for the neutral. And it was a I also asked him uh, about what he never took our chances, and he had this to say. We missed chances when we were ahead to put the game to bed and that's what happens, you get punished it against good size and I think Gart Kern are good, I think they're in a real false position, they've got really good quality attacking players and I think they'll finish higher up the league than where they are just now, um, still early doors, um, but I, I think they're, they're decent and for us to pick up four points, bit of six against the team that won the league last year then we've got to look at it and go right okay, that's not too bad. Would you say that was a fair election in the game Jamie? Yeah, I think it's spot on what I said to half time. I thought we started quite slack um, and allowed shots to dominate us. And um, as John said, there we, we started to come in and get a wee foothold in the game. Got a goal just before half time. It levelled it up, and we just felt that half time, if we could, if we could have sorted one or two things, then, then we could have kicked on and won the game. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, within 45 seconds, we were two one down. Um, but again, I, I, I went in and praised them after the game because they they dug in and they dug in and as John says, the shots did have chances to go and win it. But mm-hmm. you know, through good defending or, or, or missed opportunities, however you want to look at it, they, they didn't get that third goal. And, and credit to my boys who dug in and dug in. And I think for the last five or ten minutes, we really bombarded that goal, trying to get the, he certainly did. the equaliser. Do you think if they had scored the third goal at two uh, one, make it three one? Do you think that would have been tough for you to come back on? Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think if the third goal goes in, I think at that point in time, shots were back on top. And um, I think if the third goal goes in, he, you never know, but I think it, it could have spelt the end for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gave us a wee bit of hope. We, we stayed in the game, and towards the end of the game, we started to throw Paul Murphy and Kevin Ross up the pitch. And we, we, we had nothing to lose, but as well, losing 3 1 is trying to get a draw out of it. And, and yeah. luckily, it worked for us. And, um, as I say, we'll always try and throw cross into the wind and, and, and try and get a positive result for games. Uh, I also asked him about his game tomorrow. It'll be tough, and this is what he had to say. Oh, this is a tough one, but if we've got any ambition to go and try and get promotion, it's a game that you're probably looking to go and right, you need to bounce back and get three points. Um, we've had, as I keep saying, we've had loads of injuries and players unavailable suspended after the Scottish game. Um, but now we're starting to get some bodies back, so we need to get into Irvine with, with confidence and puff our chest out and show why we're, we're up at the right end of the league. And it's a game we should be trying to take three points from, or looking to take three points from, um, without being disrespectful. Um, they've got a young, enthusiastic side, a good manager as well, but we're good. John, they're playing Del Rye. They're playing over Vicks tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and I see there's a nine o'clock inspection uh, down at their park tomorrow morning. So, 
there has been a lot of rain down here yeah. way this week. I'm here in Bill, yes, and where everything hurts parts it. It comes off the railway line, the water runs down. But, but last time we were down there, which was about a month and a half ago, the pub was in good condition. But um, it could be it could, if he went tomorrow for overnight rain. Aye, well, mm-hmm. and what sort of team have they got? Like, they they've got a lot. There was a young, lot of young squad. Yeah, hundred percent right. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've got hundred percent boys from Air United. Uh, young boys who give their all. They don't mm-hmm. know when they're beat. Mm-hmm. We played them. The left fullback. I was very impressed by him. Uh, boy Thorburn, he was very good. But a mixture. I've got a bit of experience in central defence and the goalkeeper. And legs in midfield as well. And Brian McClucky, Brian about the game for a while, and he's a good manager. I've seen a wee moan in the press this week about, yeah. the, about the, the linesman yeah, and all that stuff. Linesmen, yeah. Which I've got to agree with, I think it's absolute nonsense. We're trying to promote a professional game here and we're running about with people like me in the lane. Oh, well. I'm not running about, I'm on the line, put it that way. Eh? <laughs> You're just standing there, John. I'm, I'm around about here, around about. I also asked him about his Scottish Cup tie, which is against Hurford at home, and this is what he had to say. God, what a hard tie that is! You can they've been told, but they're kind of benchmarking now, aren't they, for junior yeah, size? Um, so it'll be tough. But listen, we're at home and we've got a good side as well, and we'll be the pressure will be on them. We're the underdogs, so we've just got to kind of go out and enjoy the occasion and, and try and cause a wee upset. I would say that that's got to be the tie of the round, Jamie, so far. Yeah, I think there is one or two tasty ties, but that one caught the eye. Um, I think Hurlford and uh, they'll certainly no fancy going up to. To shots, that's for sure. And the big went, part doesn't suit them. Well, I, I don't know too much about that. I, I think shots have got a lot of quality. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not seen Hurlford this year, but um, I, I know they'll, they'll, they'll have a good side. But I tell you what, they'll no fancy going up to shots. Shots has got some good players and some very very dangerous players in an attacking third. John, yeah, a great tie. I think it is a tie around Bill. Uh, uh, but you know what Darren's like. I don't know if he's watched two or three times. And, yeah. And he's made a couple of good signings recently. The boy's carried us away to come up, but he's replaced him by the point of Menem and mm-hmm. played with Dundee yeah. and that. So he brought quality in, in place of that. And they've been over the course a lot, two or three times recently. So it's a hard game. And, but John knows him through through the time. He's been coming up manager, come up against Hurlford, and they don't have to change much these days. So nope. big John will know what he's up against. Yeah. Um, time for a short break, guys. When we come back, we'll continue talking about uh, fixtures. Just the Juniors, brought to you by Plumbase, the trade's Premier League team. Leave the winter outside with Plumbase's hottest offers in Feel the Heat brochure. Get yours at your local Plumbase branch. Have you picked up the Feel the Heat brochure from your local Plumbase? Get one today and take advantage of great offers, including Polypipe's Polymax 100-piece fittings bucket at £99.99. That's a 15% saving on purchasing individual pieces, and it's exclusive to Plumbase. The Polypipe Polymax 100-piece fittings bucket is just part of the Polypipe range available in the Plumbase Feel the Heat brochure. Shop online now at plumbase.co.uk or grab one from your local branch. Have you ever lost money on an investment. If a high street bank persuaded you to buy a stocks and shares ISA, unit trust or investment bond and you lost money, Goodwin Barrett can help you get back thousands of pounds in compensation. We've already helped thousands of people just like you claim back millions of pounds. Even if you don't have the investment anymore or the paperwork, Goodwin Barrett make it easy to find out. Text GOOD to 6677. Text GOOD to 6677 now. Love music, live sport. Just the Juniors with Bill Kilgower and John Redmond on Rock Sport Radio. Welcome back. We're in conversation with the Gat Cairn manager, Jamie McKenzie. Um, and just before that, we we're talking about your game on Saturday, Jamie. Um, with John going there tomorrow, do you think the pitch will be 11 for his? <laughs> that's a tricky one for you. The pitch for me isn't the ideal. I don't, I, I don't hide that. Um, we spoke. It's going to be relayed in the summer. Mm-hmm, that's right. Um, so yep. hopefully, hopefully that will make things better. But no, I, I don't think that that will have an an impact in the game. I think who plays best on the day and who who wants to go and take the ball and go and be brave and, and do things in the attacking third will win the game. Um, hopefully, it's no 
mistakes or anything like that. I think uh, it'll be a good a good open game, as John McCune said. We go to attack, they came to attack last week. I think tomorrow will be no different. Right, well, that's fine, that sounds good, John. Yes, it's a difficult game, but I know Mick and the boys have been doing something different to train this week to further park, etc. What's that? <laughs> 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 They've been doing a few different things this week, so they may be a surprise up their sleeve for Kirkland tomorrow. Listen, if, but hopefully, it's after 90 minutes, it's uh, may the best team win, which is a bit darvel, obviously, Jamie, you know that. <laughs> Listen, if the shortest game's off, I'll take a run over there and just wind the two years up. Get you going. Okay, John. Before we go to last weekend's results, um, do you have any player and management updates? We do have Bill. It's quite a bit this week, actually. Yeah, I've noticed that in mm-hmm. social media. Uh, Ross Vale, they've been very busy this week. When they transfer six new signings, uh, Curtis Rose have got him in loan from East Stirlingshire, mm-hmm. and our striker Paul Brannan. A midfielder Gary Griffin here he joins the club for Peters Hill and also Fraser Malcolm, Stephen Bain and Anthony Higgins. So big David Gorman's been very busy, strength up there up there and he's yep. had a good couple of results and they moved into the hot seat. So well, maybe right. Rosevale can move up that league very rapidly with the signings and making. Aye, good. Glenn Cairn they've signed experienced defender Terry Hewitt for Bonus United. Another good signing. Is it? that Bonus United, the senior team, or Bonus United, the, the junior CF club? Ah, yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure. I think it would be. A senior club, I would take it I would to think be, it uh, would be. Uh, Fultus United, they've signed defender Kieran Johnson for the junior side, Disco Bright Thistle. So right, well, aye, aye. Big, big JC making it. Mere signings. Signing the centre mm-hmm. defence, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And down the Cumberland way, they've been very busy. Paul Burns, uh, obviously, going out the cup a couple of weeks ago, St. Ryan Cardis last week. So, mm-hmm. this week, I've seen another couple of good signings. They signed uh, Queen of South midfielder Owen Bell. Right. He's been playing down in Workington Reds. They also signed oh. this week central defender Andy Dowie, ex Queen of South and Dunfermline, who's made over 500 senior, senior appearances. So uh, Cumberland's backing them then. The, the, the committee's backing Paul, they certainly are. So, now uh, we'll just see what happens. But I'll come on to it later on because there'll be a movement in the management side doing it coming up as well. Mm-hmm. But staying on the player side just now, Campus Lang Rangers, they accepted Alan Patterson, his backroom staff's resignation. They've also appointed Gart Cairn, assistant manager Billy Campbell to the hot seat. Oh, <laughs> I went left you, Jamie, after having yeah. you talk. Jump ship. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're listening, Billy. <laughs> a big deal he must have got there. <laughs> Mary Hill, they've also confirmed Alan Kelly and his assistant Kevin Lafferty have left the club. They're oh. now looking for a new manager. All right, yep. So I hope they get one pretty soon because you know the, the problems they've had this season. Well, what they also said, I think I read it somewhere, I can't mind where they said it, is they've got somebody in place who'll look, look after the team for a couple of weeks right. and they'll give them time to pick the right manager this time. Right. Mm. And another club that done that as well was St. Rocks. I mean, they had um, Paul Kelly, they've been an assistant. Uh, he's now been announced as a new manager. He was co-manager at Peter's Hill. That's right, Paul. yep, my Paul. That's good, that's, that's good for, for, for St. Rocks, is it? No, I mean, he was well, a did, former we, player. Well, Charlie and Paul were doing the hot seat there for a couple of weeks. Now, yeah. obviously, Paul's got a job full-time. and I don't know if our chicken would be helping the background or not. He might, you just don't know. You know. And Gary Flint, Tom at St. Rocks. Gary Flint, the former St. Rocks manager, he's joined the coaching staff at Gart Cairn. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, that's <laughs> a fly man yeah, sitting next to us here. Billy, Billy leaves and Gary comes <laughs> in. Is, it, is that what happened, Jamie? <laughs> no, no, mate. Uh, Gary joined the club last week and um, unfortunately we lost Billy just Wednesday Wednesday night, Thursday, Thursday morning. So, no, nah, there, there was no... There was, there was no replacement there. It was we were going to work as a three, and unfortunately Billy has moved on. Oh, yeah, it's just uh-huh. unfortunate, right enough. Do you play much poker, Jamie? <laughs> 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 then still in the issue there, finally, Ardeer Thistle, the management team of Paul Kellington and Jim Carterson, they stepped down recently, and the club appointed former Maple coach Craig Johnson as their new manager. Do you know anything about Craig? I don't know. No, Craig Johnson, I don't know him at all. No. Do you, Jamie? No, no. it's not no name. But. No. but uh, it's a good platform if it's his first job and you had nothing to lose. Yep. Ardeers, they're languishing down bottom of the bottom division, so he can go in there and get a few ideas in. Uh, I don't know Jim Carterson well. He was ex and Vex goalkeeper for years. And mm-hmm. Jim worked hard at that club along with Paul Kellington, but just didn't work out for him, so they moved on. Right. But as always, Bill, wish all the best for Rocksport Radio and on your appointments. Well, good, then. we certainly do. Um, let's look at uh, the Macron Scottish Junior Cup second round. Um, is it? Aye, second round replays. And we'll start off with Unbank 1, Whitlitz Vix 6, John. A convincing win for Whitlitz. Uh, I almost thought Whitlitz would win this game. They've got a lot of good players about them. Uh, but Unbank, they've been going well in their own league. And at home there at uh, New Pebble Park, it's always difficult. It's always a heavy, heavy part. But Whitlitz went down 
done a professional job and come away with a 6-1 victory and well done to Big Peter and the boys in the Willets and I think they did a sports and dinner last week which was very successful night for as well I think it's a centenary kind of dinner Dinner, uh, okay, brilliant So uh, doing oh, well doing yeah. Willets, really work hard yeah. Here's a cracker for you uh, Bridget Dawn, Thistle 3, Kawan and Rangers 1, Jamie Is that a big surprise to you? I don't know too much about Bridget Dawn, Thistle but um, certainly when you see a club like Kawan going up, going up to Aberdeen or up the north anyway, I would expect him to come back with a victory. So, for a fair play to Bridget on, they must obviously be a decent side to, to not go winning. It's a, a mm-hmm. fair achievement, mm-hmm. so good luck to them. Did you hear anything about that doing an doing an air, sir, John? What then about it? No, no, a lot, no, no. I've never think, but what was it in South all week? But a uh, big Davies, big. The big boy plays at the half of them. That's my big mate now again. So he'll be on the phone terms. He'll big Davy Sims got to say it. But I'll be disappointed. Chris Strain will be very disappointed. Oh, aye. Uh, John Connolly Park, three. Ashfield, six. Good result for Ashfield. Going good, up result, there. good result for Ashfield going up there. Aye, but Ashfield are playing well this season. They're starting to get their, their team together. And they're sitting quite good in the league. So I'll give them a wee boost going up there to Connolly and getting a 6 3 result away from the Scottish. Jamie Craig Martinell, um, Kilsyth Rangers too. That's a good result for the new manager. Yeah, good start for Gary Kelly. He's, yep. he's, he's obviously just in the door, but um, playing a team in your own league is always tricky. And, and Craig is, Mark, yeah. I, I know from personal experience, Craig Mark's a very difficult place to go to, so he'll be over the moon going down there, scoring two goals, no conceding, and the draw for the next round. Aye, that's it. John and Devon Dales nil, Benbird nil. Surprise? I'm slightly surprised, yeah, but uh, I don't think Ben will make a mistake tomorrow in the replay. No. I think it'll be sorted out and uh, down there by the Bens will take full advantage of it. But it's a travelling up there, you don't know what you're coming against. But I mean, just look at the Brigadon result against the, the boss. I mean, maybe yep. the standards improving up. Well, through, th- th- yeah. this has been the best season for the North of Scotland in the second round of any Scottish Cup for, for the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. So they must be doing something right up that way. And then if you look at the next one, then you've got Dufftown 2, East Coast Thistle 1. So it just goes again, Jamie, to see that uh, the, the, the Highland teams are starting to pick up. Yeah, Dufftown's a place that I, I frequented quite a lot my, my Elgin days. <laughs> aye, yeah, um, you would, aye. We had one or two players for there, so talented kind of talented boys, but um, I, th- I think, as you say there, go- going up north, you, you don't really know what you're expecting, no. so you've really got to be at it, or, or the results are now shown that you, you can come back down the road without the cup. Aye, yep. And what about Ellen United? Now, Bonus United. Now, this is a new junior team, John Bonus United. Yep. So that's a good result for them, and getting them back at their end place, maybe. Maybe just tip the scales a wee bit. I never know, but when I think you said a couple of weeks ago you've played that stuff, but Ellen, you're saying it's not the greatest apart. No. No. So it's, it's good to go way up there and get that result and hopefully finish the game off at Bowness next week or tomorrow. It's like a, it's like a bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ball never gets out of the park, if you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> a goldfish bowl. <laughs> a goldfish bowl, aye. Um, that's a good result, Jamie, for Curtin Tilk, Rob Roy. They won 2 1 against Pumferson. Um, that's a good result. It is a good result, I think. When that one comes out, I think Maxie would have been a wee bit dubious about it. Mm-hmm. But um, to get again to get through to the next round of the cup, he'll be over the moon. I, I don't, I don't know it's only two one, but you know at that point in time you're, you're happy just to overcome what could have been a, a tricky tie for them. You would hope that uh, that would have made them turn the corner, John. Well, hopefully with Maxie on last week, and he was talking about some of his players back and the working things, and he did sound quietly confident last week. He would, they would turn Pumphers over, and as you say, this could maybe the we turn the need. Maxie mm-hmm. and the boys can start getting league results and move that table very quickly because they spoke last week they're, they're not far away from moving into third or fourth bottom with a couple of wins No, after that anything can happen in the Premier Division mm-hmm. and John Renfrew in the Oaks and Rocks won well great result for some Rocks fantastic result for St Rocks everybody it? would have thought maybe at home Renfrew you know they have been playing you know? that's right as I did say we played St Rocks earlier on the season I was quite impressed but we also played in Renfrew and I was also very impressed by them they played a lot football and come back to Renfrew to New Western Park I thought on that surface well they'll see St Rocks off but Scottish Cup day anything happen it's you, proved there Did you think that victory helped Paul Kelly get the job? Wouldn't harm it Solcoats nil um, Kirkcaldy and Dysart 2 that's a kind of new team it's my amalgamated uh, Jamie K- yeah. Kirkcaldy and Dysart but Solcoats um, they drew they drew nil nil up there um, and they're going back to their own place and they can beat 2-0. They were disappointed with that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, as you say, getting them back to down to Solcoach, they would have fancied their chances, but um, the chances obviously been missed and they, they'll be disappointed. Uh, John Thornwood United, uh, Dyke's idea was postponed. 
Uh, what log pitch? I'll know much better tomorrow, I wouldn't think either. No, no, no. Wish her one, cooler one, um, and wish you now head up to cooler tomorrow. Maybe as a result of the Kadimuth out. I travel up there after all that. What's been happening with the park, etc. And they're trying to raise money for that. Now it's going to cost them to go up to, to Kilter as well. Aye. But oh. I know you're dipping your back pocket and helping out, Bill. Aye. Well, seemingly it was a 93rd minute penalty for Coulter actually. Oh, yeah, even, it, even worse. It, it got them the, the, the draw. So, yeah. And, Jimmy, your old team, fourth Wanderers, three, Nielsen three, but Nielsen got through 5 3 in penalties. Yeah, we spoke, we spoke before the programme that um, I think. Fourth, I think everybody was expecting Nielsen to win, but fourth obviously ran them very close in both games. I think at one point four for three one up away at Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably fancied our chances, and then we're, we're dead and buried at four three, and, and, and pulled ourselves out that and got a replay, and then to losing penalties they'll be disappointed. Totally. But um, I think by all accounts, speaking to the guys there, they've they've given a great account of themselves, and hopefully going back into the league they can they can push on. Anyway, thanks for that just now, gentlemen. We'll take a short break and when we come back, we'll start talking about the West results and this will start with the Premiership. This is Rock Sport Radio. Just the Juniors, brought to you by Plumbase, the trade's Premier League team. Leave the winter outside with Plumbase's hottest offers in Feel the Heat brochure. Get yours at your local Plumbase branch. Motorpoint, we've put the super into car supermarket. We're here to save the day with a choice of over 7,000 low mileage, nearly new cars. Find your next car in a flash with our lightning fast service and same day drive away. Plus, with Motorpoint's price pledge, if you find the same car for less, we'll match the price and give you a £50 Amazon voucher. Visit Motorpoint Glasgow today, just two minutes from Junction 3 of the M74. T's and C's apply. See website for details. You're trying to leave the house, but not before you dress the kids, pack their lunch and track down that missing shoe. So forgetting to turn the heating off is easily done. But it's nice to know with Hive Active Heating, a Witch Best Buy, you can turn your heating off from wherever you are. And by never having to heat an empty home, you could save up to £120 a year on your heating bill. Search Hive Heating to buy now. Hive services require broadband and Wi-Fi. Terms apply. Love music, live sport. Just the Juniors with Bill Kilgower and John Redmond on Rock Sport Radio. Welcome back. One conversation with the Guard Cairn manager, Jamie McKenzie. And as I said, we'll go to the West Region results and we'll start with the Championship. John, we'll start with you again. Ochen Lake Talbot 3, Pollock 1. Now, we said last week that was a game Pollock had to win if we yep. had a good chance of winning that league and they failed. Aye, yep. And I think goes Bangos are Premiership. Hopes are in that flag after that. I know it's only after 10, 11 games. It might sound silly, but... You're looking at looking like Talbot, five games in hand yep. and ten points behind. And if they, and if they win all their games in hand, they go one point above Pollock. Yeah. <laughs> what does yeah. that say? That's right. And, but that just shows you, you're down to Auckland Lake, you've got to be at your best when you're doing there. I mean, Pollock's been playing great, Murdy's had a great side going. And tomorrow he's got a hard game as well. I mean, they're going to make a part in the top of the table clash tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if Meda beat them, they leapfrog them at the top of the league. So, more like, pressure on it Monday and morning again. But... We'll see how they react after getting that heavy 3-1 defeat v- down at v- Beachwood. And not only that, they often like are playing Larry United on Sunday in the, the cup final, aren't they? So, it's I mean, another game away. Doing at Beachwood as well, so that's another game we're going to be behind Auchinleck. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, right, Jamie, what about Clyde Bank 3, come up 2? Yeah, Big Moffs went in there and started really, really well. I think yep. we played them um, in a pre-season game when, when Kieran was the manager and I was really, really impressed when he gave us a, a bit of doing. And, mm-hmm. um, I think since Moffs went in there, he, he, I like the way he plays. He, he gets his teams to get it done and go and pass it. And I've seen some of the highlights, some of the goals for the game. and um, he, He'll be delighted with that, to, to go and beat Kirnock, especially yeah. at home, to go, and, to go and get three points is, is, is vital. And I says to John last week, I says to him, is, is Paul Burns jacket uh, and a sugarly nail? But like, obviously the Cubs went back to him, we went and bought two players. Yeah. So that's going to strengthen their team, would you think, John? Yes, I, the one thing about the committee, they're back in Kirnock, that's for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, Paul Carney, seen no getting back, but uh, been interesting to be mentioned there about the assistant manager, who's also a player, uh-huh. see McKenna leaving them, mm-hmm. see what happens there behind the scenes as well with Paul. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe bring somebody in that's a manager as such, no, no playing at all. Aye. You can't have two player managers. No, playing. No, playing that's no. probably what's been wrong at the time. John Glenafton, 4 Beath 1. Big uh, big John uh, Miller will be disappointed with that. 
But great I, result for Southie. I, I didn't hear any report in this game, but something must have happened. That's what a result that was for, for Southie and the boys. Mm. And, I mean, I can only compare. We played Athlete on Saturday and beat, beat Athlete 5-1 or something the week before in the, the Scottish and mm. annihilated them. And then they went down to Glenarfin and lost by four goals to one. And, but Southie's got a good side down there. And, and it, it made a bad start this season. The fans were starting to go on his back. And I did say on this show here, if they give him time, Southie will turn it around. Because he's got too many good players on the side not to do well. But any team that beats B4-1, that's a line in the sand. That made mm. people something looking at. Yep. Um, Hurrafer 1, Rossville 3, Jamie. Good result for Rossville. Gage shows to a wee, chip, but wee bit of a chance in the Scottish, eh? <laughs> it's a great result for them. Again, new management team going in there that's and, right. and, and, and hitting the ground, Aye, hitting the ground running. Aye. So they'll be over the moon with that. And to, to, to go and beat Hurrafer at any, any time is a oh, great Aye. result. But Aye. Um, to, to start your managerial reign to, to get a 3-1-1 especially away to them is a fantastic result and also bringing the other players and the six players in that's going to strengthen his team Aye, I mean, he's working hard as David he's mm. good contacts always in the game he's been in it for long enough he'll have senior contact he'll have junior contact so aye, Rossville could maybe surprise short now maybe in the league last thistle nil aye, sorry last thistle two Coburnley laid side nil um, mm, surprise that one but mm. just show you Arnie, he's lost a few players in the close season there and a little bit to lone league and he's, he's replaced them well because Coburnley are sitting top top of that division. Had they got the points last week, they would be challenged for top place. So mm-hmm. it just shows you, Lars, at home, you can never write them off. It's took, it's took Liam a season to get his own players in there. But Liam's done a good job there, he really has, because yeah. last season they were kind of down there the relegation zone and were fighting away. And it was just the team he took over and he, mm-hmm. bit by bit he weeded them out, brought his own players in. And this season, as I say, third top of the division, Liam played 18 points. And, had it last week, I mean, he was sitting at 21 points, you know, a point behind the medal at the top mm-hmm. of the league. Jamie, uh, Rutherglen Glencairn nil, every medal won. Uh, Rutherglen Glencairn sitting down at the bottom of the table. Uh, Willie Harvey will be disappointed where his position in his league is and the results he's getting. I think he will, known, known Willie as I do. I think he's, he, he wants to win. and Aye. He's got a quality squad there. And I think he's, he's improved it this week with, with bringing big Terry Hewitt in. So I think that tells you that he's maybe not happy with one or two things. But on the other side, again, he's, he's absolutely flying, isn't he? So, yeah. um, great result for them, going away to Glen Cairn and getting, getting the three points and, and keeping themselves pushing up there. Aye. Um, and we'll get into the league championship straight after this short break. Just the Juniors, brought to you by Plumbase, the trade's Premier League team. Leave the winter outside with Plumbase's hottest offers in Feel the Heat brochure. Get yours at your local Plumbase branch. The list of things you need to do gets longer at this time of year, whether that's for the house or in your business. So take one thing off your list right now. Your septic tank could need emptied. Let Grant Henderson Tankers empty your septic tank in the home or work, farm, factory or workshop at very competitive rates. We are septic tank specialists, experienced, safe and dedicated to environmental safety with our own licensed disposal site. Find out more at wemovesh.it or call 01698 284 987. Grant Henderson Tankers. Let the experts manage your waste. There's even more to smile about with the Skoda Fabia this autumn. With 0% APR and £1,250 towards your finance deposit, from £105 per month, £2,240 customer deposit required. Visit skoda.co.uk. With Solutions Personal Contract Plan, based on Fabia Hatch S 1 litre MPI 60 PS on a 48 month 10,000 mile per annum agreement, with an optional final payment of £4,111. Order by January 1st, 2020, 18s and over, subject to status, T's and C's apply, indemnities may be required. Skoda Financial Services. Love music, live sport. Just the Juniors with Bill Kilgower and John Redmond on Rock Sport Radio. Welcome back. We're in conversation with Gert Gear Manager Jamie McKenzie and we're looking at last weekend's results and we're going into the West Region Championship and we'll start with Arthurly 2, Darvo 3 and I'll give that to you, John, considering you were at the game. You were hanging on at the end, surely. We were hanging on, guys. I said at the start of the programme, uh, it looked close at the end up, but had we taken our chances at 3-1, it would have been all over and we'd be back down the road, more convincing victory, but... Just on that, Bill, after the game, I was coming through the park and I'd actually met Sean from the Twitter, Junior Twitter. Oh, yep, yep, I so know Sean, aye. Aye, so he was asking for you and it was just aye. nice to say, nice to meet you, Sean, and keep up the good work you're doing, Junior Football. Did he ask you to get your photo taken? 
We got four taken, yes, we did, right? <laughs> yep, we did. Superstar. I hope it's a wide lens he's got in his camera. That's all you say. Superstar, uh, Redmond, eh? I know, Sean was there, a good guy, Sean. He's, so he's a good guy. Does a lot of good work. Anyway, back to the game, as I say, it was 3 1. Missed a couple of chances and then back to the wall, but yeah, well, three points, we'll take that every week and move on to the next game. Do you think Sinky would have been disappointed then? I think he would be slightly disappointed because they went 1 0 up and they were playing some good stuff and they had a couple of chances at that point, but. As a goal as a game, I felt Darrow were confident in it mm-hmm. when the game. We just, the, the game went on longer and longer. In the middle of the second half, we were really dominating. And just with a couple of good chances to really finish the game off. And then it would have been a four or five win defeat for them. But, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of good players think he's got there. Mm-hmm. An old uh, friend of mine, Dan Mackay, was Dan leading the line for him. Barry Mackay's brother. Yep. Uh, he's done well for him. So he's put a few signings in. But... I think he's still looking to strength in one or two positions. Aye. But one man I was impressed by Bill was a goalkeeper. Aye, boy, it, Craig Gordon, I don't, get, right. I don't get a Celtic one. but <laughs> No, but he, he, he's quite tall as well. And he can actually, agile. Aye, mm-hmm. See me, you see a tall goalkeeper. You see if you put it in the bottom of the corner, they can't really get to him. No uh-huh. harm, he gets to him. He, he's really agile. Aye, You've it. played them, Jamie, haven't you, this season? No, no, yeah. No, no, yeah, no. yeah. Ironically enough, the game I watched uh, was one of the cup games and he wasn't playing. I think he changed oh, the team a bit, so the other goalkeeper played. Right. Anyway, Jamie... Dalry Thistle 3 Cumberland United 5 and I believe uh, Cum- uh, Dalry were 3 nothing up in that yeah game. I heard that I, we had actually re- reported in, in order to get the results in the changing room that Aye. Cumberland had lost and then it obviously became apparent that they'd so Fre- Freeman and Billy will be over the moon to oh, yeah. a mixed emotions disappointed to be 3-0 down but what a reaction that is to come back and, and score 5 goals away to Dalry is a fantastic mm-hmm. result Shows the character I've got in the oh, team definitely. Yeah, definitely. definitely, they've got some fantastic players. players Yeah, they have um, We'll miss out the guard Karen Shots one Because we'll spoke about that one We'll go to Irvin Vicks now, Blantyre 2, John yeah, That's the one I was saying about Brian McClough He's complaining <laughs> about uh, no linesman yeah. And uh, a couple of decisions that's going against him but Did he not get sent away at the stand about that point? <clears throat> aye, Brian did I was very surprised Sometimes he's kind of hot-headed and, uh, But he's got a point Mm-hmm. We're playing junior football, professional, professional football. Let's get linesmen there, boys, please. But as you speak, the thing is, and I've spoken to a couple of people about this, and what they're saying to me is they can't get the referees because they get more money play going to the kids' games because they get maybe three or four games in there and they're getting more money going there than what they're getting at the senior ranks. <laughs> would you go, if you're getting £40, £50 pound on a Saturday morning, would you go in the afternoon for £27.50? Sure, surely that's wrong, though. No, no, that's if, you, if you've got any aspirations as a young referee to go and push <coughs> on, and, or a young linesman, whatever aye, it is, yep, to go aye. and push on, then surely, surely you must go and showcase it the best you can. You know, in junior football, as John rightly says, we, we, sh- we, should be, we should be promoting our game as best we can. We've got some fantastic players Great grounds, good pitches. But, but, but Jamie, the boys are getting fast tracked anyway, whether they turn up to the junior games or whether they know they're getting fast tracked. We've seen that. With, with, I mean, the, the classic example for me, and this is no disrespect to, to uh, you know Dallas, but Andrew Dallas was was there, and Andrew for me wasn't wasn't the, the finished product. And even yet in the senior rights, I don't think he's a finished product. But look how fast tracked he was. Is that because it was his father? My understanding it is is that. I don't know if it's still the case, but I think these guys need to be through for a certain age if they're going to reach UEFA yeah. level. So that right? I think that's why the SFA try and push some of these guys through. And I think yeah. it has worked with, with certain guys. I remember when I played for Cumnock, meeting Kevin Clancy for the first time, and mm-hmm. I, I thought he was a really top referee, and I think mm-hmm. he's turned into a, a really decent professional mm-hmm. referee mm-hmm. as well. Well, I call him as well. Yeah, well, he's, well, he's oh. obviously been the top one in the country as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's right. juniors now, isn't he? In my recollection, he wasn't the best one, referee in junior football either in the days, but... But they've, they've managed to get there eventually. They get there, they oh, do. Oh. There's some good ones that don't get there, that's the thing about people. Well, well, the ones that are sensible and play with their head, I still think they give them up too early. It should be ex players that can do the gen- do the, do the refereeing. Do the refereeing. And the juniors, an ex player knows what goes on, they can of read course, what's going to happen. I think, John, I think you're bang on. I think the biggest problem for me is, is the lack of understanding for some of these young guys who yep. come in, and, and I'm not being disrespectful. It's because they've not played at higher level. I, I, I just don't think they've played, they've played the game. I don't think mm. they understand the wee things that go on in the game. I think the wee, the wee niggly fouls that go on that they can maybe allow to go, or they want to flash a card because somebody's standing at the side of the pitch and watching. If that's the way they're being refereeing, then they've been told to referee, then fine. But for me, there's got to be a knowledge of the game and yeah. an understanding of the game to Definitely. go referee it right. and allow the game to go. Which I've said that. I've said that to him blue in the yeah. face. John. It's almost yeah. been refereed from a book, so yeah. which right, is yeah. wrong. You're right. You know, it, it, 
<laughs> will happen eventually. Uh, Jamie, Peter Sill 4, Cumbus Lang Rangers 2. Um, and I think that was the, the, the catalyst for uh, Alan Patterson and his uh, backroom staff to leave uh, Cumbus Lang. Yeah, I think he struggled a bit to get mm-hmm. results. I think they, they started the, the League Cup campaign really, really well. And then I think they struggled to get results. And Alan's decided enough's enough, which mm-hmm. is a shame because he's a really nice lad. But. Yep. Um, it creates an opportunity for for masses. Billy, but Billy Billy's walking in there. You know, you just don't know what he's walking into, does he? I think I think what he does knows he, he knows the club inside out. You mm-hmm. know, and and what Billy is is a fantastic football guy. You know, mm-hmm. not only well, I miss him for that. I, you know, I, I became very close friends with him. He's a good guy, and um, but I have no doubt he'll go in there and he'll change it. It might take him a bit of time, but he'll get them playing in, in a good way, and yeah, hopefully right. they can go and pick results up. Okay then, John into League One now. Adrossen went in Rovers four. Glasgow Pershore one. Good result for Stevie Wilson and yeah, the boys. Adrossen, right? Mm-hmm. Because if we look at the leagues now, it's Adrossen something like seven points in front of them. So obviously there was only three points between the two clubs before the game started. So the game went the other way. Pershore were putting right pressure on them, fourth top of that division. So it was a huge result for Winton because they started the season pretty slowly and I think they were one of the favourites to go up along with Lanark at the start of the season. Start but, of season aye. but it's um, the last two or three weeks they've started getting results back again. But they're good players at Winton and I'm quite sure Winton will be competing at the end of the season. Young Rabs then will be disappointed in this result and it was Kadluk Rovers 3, Belsell 0. Yeah, that was one that caught my eyes on Saturday as soon as I seen the results. Result, yep. I actually met David Menelos, who's the assistant manager, it could look right after the game. I great result. Bells Hill for flying high and um, to, to turn them over is, is a fantastic result. It'll give you a look a bit of confidence to push on and, and try and peg them back a bit. Well, Bells Hill's a, the, the one seven and lost three. Haven't they drawn a game yet? So it just shows yeah. you that they are flying high there. Yeah. Um, John Lanark won, Shelton won. Disappointing in Lanark. They only have drawn with Shelton. Well, Shelton. After saying that, Shelton have started to come on again. They're starting to well. I mean, Shelton only two points behind. Bells Hill with two games in hand. A game in hand to the top of the division. So, had they got the three points, it was all to play for at the top of the division for Shelton. And remember, the Greenock boys been here a few weeks back and I was asking them if, if Greenock don't win the league, who do you think will win it? And they were saying that they fancied Shedders will be day right? one. Right, that's right. So, Shedders maybe come back to the olden days. I mean, these are clubs who. We can remember Bill going back four, five, six years ago competing in the Premier Division and it's good to see his club starting to come back. He's steeped in history. Junior football needs good Shettlestons and Mary Hills and teams like that about yeah. the place and, and Gart Gart Cairns. Cairns and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Galacticos doing it down there. Sissel 3, Port Glasgow 3. Um, Brian, uh, Brian Crawford's went in there uh, after Homer uh, stepped down and he's done. Done the job running about, done the, done the team running about. A yeah, he's, bit. D- he's done great. Brian was Brian was part of my, he was my assistant manager at Ford. Fourth, he's a great guy right. with, with teammates for, for a number of years through the professional ranks. So, uh, I knew he would go in there and do well. He's made some great signings, the boy Gracie, and, uh, Jack Curry, and that. They're a real. We played them pre-season. They're a real threat going forward. Uh, they're and, a handful they too. Yes, definitely. But going to three each against Port Glasgow I always think Port Glasgow are a very difficult team to play in. Um, but knowing Brian is a day he'll be disappointed to score three goals at home Aye. and no win no but win. the Port will be disappointed to score three away and, and only get a point Les Mahigo three green up one uh, Rab Irvin he'll be, he'll be delighted with that oh great results he'll need to stand the boy I think <laughs> <laughs> uh, green up boys are Tommy and Sean they'll be disappointed because had they won that game and with Bells Hill slipping up they went top of that yeah, division so the price went right on them but uh, let's make a hard place to go to build but many a club will go to let's make this season come away with 3-1 defeats I'm quite sure Aye. Mary Hill won Kelly 4 and that was the game it was the last game for Alan Kelly you can see why though can't you why, why Kelly uh, Alan stepped in I think it's been obvious for, for, for a while now that it's, it's a hard gig. I think they're, they're really struggling on and off the park, but um, and as you say, it's, it's maybe just a game too far for him. Um, and he's decided to move aside and let someone else come in. And I really hope, as, as John said a wee bit earlier, there, I really hope we can get it together because the junior football does need. Yeah. I grew up with uh, Partick Thistle. We we are top top Mary Hill side and Pollock teams and, and you know these Shettles and teams. So and it, the, the junior game really needs strong teams, less. I remember uh, the first game with Rab Snedden in charge at Maryhill, yeah. and I went there and in the crowd. I was uh, surprised at the big, how big a crowd it was. I didn't realise Maryhill had that big sort of catchment area, yeah. but they've got a massive catchment area there, John. Yes, oh, right. it's, it's a huge club, Bill. Well, of it's a it's huge right. club. If you get it right, you're going to get a lot of people coming and watching it's you. Deep behind history, I mean. Yep. The players have gone through their books. Unbelievable. Okay, then let's uh, head into League Two. Jamie, we'll start with you. Ardeer Thistle 0, Joker 5. 
great result away from home. I, you know, I don't, I don't know much about Ardeer, but to, to go away from home and score five goals at any levels is a good result. So they'll be buzzing. Um, Ardeer will, will, will be will be smarting about about losing five goals at home, but great result for Yorker. Yeah, John Mabel for Muirkirk three. Surprised, Bill. Callum Walker's may both been struggling this season and uh, Muirkirk they've had a good season they're, th- they're th- top of the division so they'll be very disappointed going down to Ladywell and getting beat 4-3 but it's a good but, result for the neutral though it, oh, fantastic and hopefully now Carlos found out how to win a game you can maybe start getting running up, getting up the league a wee bit because they've good players there they've all the experience about them Mabel yeah. Andy Stevenson boys like that and I'm, I'm surprised they're languishing where they're in that division Maybe they're just no clicking together, John. I just don't understand it. OK, then, let's look at Newman's United 3, Luger Boswell 2. That's a good result, Jamie. Yeah. Great result. Great result for Newman. I don't know why, but I've a soft spot for Newman's. I always like to see them getting a result. Well, I, think. I think it's because I've always been doing nearly the bottom of the Aye, second division all the, the guys, time. Every time you go there, you get a great, a great welcome, ah, and, yeah, and the guys work ever so hard behind the scenes. Of course you do. You know, but Craig, Craig Gutwell was a player that I had oh. at fourth, and... Fantastic guy, and I know him and his co-manager are working really, really hard to get things right, and it's not it's not an easy place to get it right. And um, as I say, I, I like I like to see when they're, when they're getting a result. Aye. Well, the, the look at Bojo Thistle manager, big Raymond Buchanan, he's ex Whitlitz centre half. All right. That's his testimonial. You've also gave him a testimonial, so I'd just like to mention we've got a Legends game coming up on the October twentieth. Right. As part of his centenary year, so. Well done, testimonial. Well done, well done. So uh, that's brilliant for Luger. So, so it's actually it's Whitlitz that's doing it. It's Whitlitz that's doing it. Right, so okay. there's a few things come off for Big Raymond, and he's been a good servant at junior game over the years. And if there's deserves a good turnout, so anybody listening, get yourself down there to Dan Park and support the big man. Uh, totally. Um, St Anthony's two, John Vela Clyde one. We Mark will be disappointed with that, but it's a good result for the Ants. It's a great result for the Ants, but we Mark will be pulling here. We were sitting here last week in the program. We'd played the week before in the Scottish, and just what Jamie's saying, I don't know whether they've raised. Game because it was Darwell they were playing that day, but you can't raise your game for them. You've got to raise your game every week. Aye. And I'm quite sure we mark away agreement saying how they can play so well against us one week and then go St. Ants and lose 2 1. It's the bread and butter league, you want the results, and it's not Aye. just the one of cup ties. And Mark will be very disappointed in not getting three points. They were starting to get results there. It was. They were starting Aye, to get results, results there. Mm-hmm. It just shows you that, you know, the, the, the highs and lows that your management goes through, guys, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's no easy game. No, it's definitely no. Uh, Jamie Vela leaving one. Uh, Johnson Borough three. I say uh, Johnson Borough doing really well. I sat at the top of the league, considering nah, you know where they've been. That was certainly a big game in that division, and I think having played eight games, playing two, two games less in Villa, even and, and going and pushing, pushing ahead, a point ahead now after right. getting the victories, that will give them great inspiration. You know, with two games in hand, if they can go and win them and push, start to, to open up a gap, then I think Johnson Borough fancied their chances yeah. of winning that second division. I, Jimmy McKinn did say at the start we had him in earlier. Jimmy McKinn and he's. he's partner, um, his assistant saying that uh, they, they're they going there to get promotion yeah. right, which is the ideal thing to say but I think deep down he was really saying he wanted to win it because yeah. they started really well you know? They're another club that grown up again, right. I remember going down there they were huge, you know, I actually nearly signed for them when I left Partick Thistle went down and I spoke to George Walker and, that's right, George, and they really were throwing good money and you know, they're yeah. a massive club, I watched one of their games and again as you say like maybe about two two thousand at the game, massive club, and mm-hmm. so it's good to see them doing well again. And hopefully they can they can push on. Right, right then, guys. Let's look at tomorrow's fixtures then, and we'll start with the Premiership, and we'll start with you, John Clydebank against Hurlford. Ooh, that's a game for Hurlford to try and bounce back after Rosville defeat last week. I bet Moffat will have something to say about that. Well, that's right. The Moffat he's got it working hard and mm-hmm. playing well, and they beat Cumnock three two at home, so in our home tie for them, and if they get the three points. That'll move them right up there to 19 points and they can be challenged in the third, fourth top of that division. Yep. Going uh, by results other ways. And Jamie, what about uh, Glen Afton against uh, Rosville? Rosville will be buoyed with the, the victory, uh, you know, against Cumnock. Um, but what about, you know, Hurford, what about uh, Glen Afton? They'll be, they'll be buoyed as well. That's what I'm saying. The, 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 two, the two of them are coming off top results. So um, two teams in good form and... Uh, I'll be a cracker tomorrow. I think. I think you know Rosville going away and getting a result last week, mm-hmm. um, and, and as you say, Southie will be over the moon with, with scoring four at home last week. So he'll be looking for much of the same. Yep. Difficult one to call, but I think I think Glenafton might have t- too much in that one. Mm-hmm. And John, what about Irvin Meadow against Pollock? Another cracker. Oh, match the day in this division. That's for sure. Uh, top versus second top. Pollock do that defeat down at Auckland last week. Meadow they turned over Glen Cairn. So. 
Big Brian's got his side playing well. We spoke last season about how he poorly started. They haven't done it this season. They're sitting there. Yep. And with incentive to go top tomorrow, home advantage, I'm going to take a draw. Take a draw. Is that in the fence? <laughs> I think I'm a draw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, there goes the final whistle on this show. My thanks to Jamie for coming in tonight. Jamie, thanks very much. All Thank the best you. for tomorrow and the rest of thanks the season. For- considering you're not playing shorts again well done <laughs> and to you big man thanks very much for that and uh, all our listeners thank you for listening up next is Michael Lennon with First Free Friday stay tuned for that so until the next time on Just the Juniors take care and bye for now Love music Live sport Just the Juniors with Bill Kilgour and John Redmond on Rock Sport Radio